Embrace your full potential in your personal life and in your business by changing your habits. Create a new and better habit. And in order to do that, one must try to get comfortable doing things they don't like to do. And the two key words that we will focus on in this show today, in this episode, is the willpower to change and also the discipline to do so. Stay tuned for more details. Thank you so much for being here, and we'll be right back. Welcome to the Your Life Now Show, where your life and your business matter. Your host is a certified executive coach and trainer with the passion to help make the difference in the world. Your Life Now Show brings you powerful resources and effective tips to help you manage your life and your business at its best. And now, here's your host, Coach Rhea. Hello, hello everyone and welcome to Your Life Now Show where your life and your business matter. I am your host and executive producer, Rhea Wilkie also known as Cotria. Welcome to the show. The Your Life Now show is available everywhere you get your podcasts, on Apple Podcasts, on Amazon Music, and everywhere you get your podcasts. And also simply by going to our website at yourlifenow.info. Just a quick intro, I am the founder and the CEO of Your Life Now. Your Life Now is a professional executive coaching, training, marketing, and PR company. On this show, we try to cover a lot of different topics related to our everyday life and in business. What's going on in our lives, what's going on in our business, and how we can make things better and better. This show is intended to be for information purpose and thought-provoking. And by applying any of the information shared on the show, you agreeing to take full responsibility for your actions. We are experts at what we do, and I welcome you to contact us at yourlifenow.info, and then we can be of service to you or to your organization. So today we're going to focus on habits. I hope you're still excited about the new year. This is the second month of the year, and things are rolling We know about New Year's resolutions, and probably by now, most of us, if you're listening to this show right now, you're probably not following the New Year's resolution that you set for yourself. So if you haven't listened to our first episode of the year on how to set your intention, because your intention creates your experience, it's what you intend to have done, experience, moving forward, your plan. Intention is like creating want to create a goal and you want to follow and make sure that goal is accomplished. So I invite you to listen to that episode, but today we're going to focus on another a key aspect in moving forward in our personal life and at work, which is the habits, the things that we do day in and day out. Of course, there's a lot of information available online talks about habits and how to create good habits and what are good habits and what is not considered to be good habits. You are in the driver's seat. You the one who decides what works for you and what does not work for you. But in order for you to recognize what works for you and what does not work for you, you need to evaluate the habits that you have right now. There is what they call the three R's of habit formation. So what are those R's? Three R's. Because it says that every habit, good or bad, follows the same three-step pattern. Reminder, which is the trigger that initiates the behavior. So that's the first one. Routine, 
which is the behavior itself. And then thirdly is the action you take, the reward, the benefit you gain from doing the behavior. So what can we do to stay focused on these three R's of habit formation? So I um, believe that writing things down if you've been following the show, the show has been around for almost over 11 years now, um, coming on 12 years in March. I'm so proud. So proud to be able to share of my voice and to share a great guests and thought leaders and best-selling authors who are in the field of self-improvement and professional development, who share a lot of helpful information and tip with us. Today I am your host and I'm also your guest and I welcome your positive feedback and I also welcome the question you might have regarding this episode or any episode in the future or past episodes and how we can be of service to you. So back to journaling. Back to writing things down. Why is writing things down very important in creating better habits, in building better habits? Simply said, when you write things down, you're actually writing the things that you are currently doing, right? And then you evaluate the habits that you have currently and then the outcomes of those habits. If those habits, not all habits are bad, we know that, but there are certain habits could be changeable or it could just be basically just eliminate them all and put a new ones in. So start with your journal, start with a notebook, and start writing down the things that you do in your daily life, in your personal life and at work. And then write the pros and cons of those habits, of those routines, of those triggers that create those habits that makes you constantly using a habit. People always say around the years they want to quit smoking, they want to lose weight, they want to get healthy, they want to, you know. But what habits, what do you, what do you have right now that is stopping you? from quitting smoking, losing weight, or be more successful. That's why it's so important to write things down. So where do we start? I can tell you it's best to start with a habit that is easy. Easy for you to follow. Easy for you to remind, to, to, to create that trigger that kind of makes you, you know, initiate which is the behavior, the habit itself. And then the routine by repeating it over and over and over and over till it becomes the new habit. And the reward, the benefit from changing, from implementing these new habits. So start small. Start with something easy and simple. So what is the key or the most important element because when we're talking about routine right we're talking about consistency right you, you're constantly doing the same thing over and over and over and over and you operate you 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 do things from that habit so when you start starting changing to a new habit or building a new habit you need to also stay consistent. You need to do that every day. When you start a new habit, it should be easy that you can't say no to it. In fact, when you start a new habit, it should be so simple that you can just say, oh my God, why didn't I do that before? 
So whether you want to quit smoking, exercise more, or your goal is to exercise for like 15 minutes a day or walk for 15 minutes a day or um, for me, you know, I've been trying to improve my writing and I'm always learning new way and new skills. So for me, I feel the best way to improve my writing is to keep reading and then writing every day. Because when you read, I even make, you know, sometimes it could be in my household, it could be annoying for, for others. I like to put subtitle on my um, TV shows. Like when I'm watching anything on TV, I like to have a subtitle. Why do I need to have a subtitle? Not because I don't understand the language, which I'm listening to English. It's because when I read it, the words, it actually... I can like know exactly how you spell it with the punctuation, the grammar, which is something that I been working on and getting better and better every day because of these simple techniques that I do on a daily basis. I learned to speak different languages using this method. Listen and then visualizing if you are visual you know I most people are uh, visual for me like you know I like to kind of association by association you know like how you remember names like for me like I've learned in corporate sales and training which I follow in, in my business in my company with my clients and the people that I work with or simply put because I know this is something that I uh, I think, you know, it depends on, you know, the language that you speak, your, your natural tongue. Um, for me, I can never forget a face. I would never forget a face. I don't care how long it's been. I will always remember the person that I met. But it was really difficult for me to remember someone's name. And then I know for that purpose, when, like, attending networking events and talking to, you know, um, uh, leaders and working with executives and all the stuff it's very important to remember someone's first name you know you got to remember their name very important so the technique that I was taught which works for me really well and I use it forward and you all come to use it if you have an issue like that or you can apply it in another area that you need to kind of learn by association or even learn by repetition right the routine remember the R routine um, which is you know uh, so for me the way I was taught to remember someone's name is to actually repeat the name three times so when you meet someone for the first time and you know most people now don't shake hands but it's in business it's really important that you actually you know it's a commitment of trust and stuff to use some you know to shake someone's hand so when you shake someone's hand for the first time or you meet someone for the first time and they introduce themselves to you and you say, I am John and you are Rhea, right? So, yes. So, John is a simple name because you know it's a common name, but then how many John do you know, right? So, for me to remember that person's name or to say Jonathan, right? So, it's not just John, it's Jonathan. So, uh, for me to remember that person in association, the face and the name. So, now we're putting two things together. You say to the person first, nice to meet you, Jonathan. Or you start by saying another thing like, you know, oh, and then you shake the hands and you say, really pleasure meeting you, Jonathan. And what are you doing today, Jonathan? In some way, like, you know, you can implement it. I'm not really, you know, trying to say like, oh, this is how you say it. But if you repeat the name three times, again, repetition. Repetition is what makes things stick, right? So by repeating something three times, three times, you most likely to remember that person's name next time to recall it. And then we're going to have another show where we talk about mind control, which is another practice that I use, you know, learning from um, uh, mind control uh, with Jose Silva and then the Jose Silva methods and all these things like how do you do with the association. But for now, let's just focus on simple techniques. Another example that I can share with you that really work regarding repetition or association, learning by association. 
I remember when I was traveling and I was in Spain and Portugal. In Spain, they speak Spanish. In Portugal, they speak Portuguese. So I was in Spain and I've been practicing my Spanish. Every time I travel to Spanish country, whether it's, you know, uh, uh, Central America or South America or even European Spanish countries, I can tell you I always make sure that I keep teaching myself so I can use the language when I'm traveling. So I was traveling from Spain, from Madrid to Lisbon and I was at the airport and showing my passport, going through custom and then when I gave them the passport, they gave it back to me, I automatically, again, it's just because of the habit, right? So the habit is like you just were in Spain, you were saying gracias, 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 gracias every time someone does something for you or whatever as a, as a form of, of, of respect. So I said the same thing. So I said to the officer uh, who had my passport, I said, gracias. And he was really mad. Like he literally turned around and said to me, he said, this is not Spain. This is Portugal. And I said to him, I said, well, humor me, sir. Uh, um, could you teach me how do you say thank you in, um, in Portuguese? He taught me how to say thank you, and I thank him for teaching me how to say thank you because I would never forget that word ever. He said, you know, when you say thank you to someone, it's you, you feel like because they've done something you're obligated to do, to say, you know, I appreciate you, thank you, you know, and all these things. So the word in Portuguese, and if I'm pronouncing it not exactly, so if you're Portuguese and you sound like, oh, this is not how we say it. It's called, they call thank you, abrigado, which is really derived from the, you obligated, abrigado. So now I've learned a new word by association, right? The way he taught it to me, associating, appreciating someone, your obligation to say thank you with the word itself. So how can I forget it? So every habit, good or bad, follows the same three-step path. The trigger, the reminder itself, that initiate the behavior, the routine, the behavior itself, and then the reward, the benefit that you gain from doing that behavior. So what are some of the things that we can do to build better habits. We're going to take a short break and when we come back, we will get into more in depth of how we can create and build a new better habits so we can live our full potential in our personal life and at work. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Thank you so much for being here. Your Life Now Radio Show with Coach Rhea will return in just a few moments. Would you like to grow your business and advance professionally? We would love to be of service to you. We are experts in creating the right solutions for you and for your business. At Your Life Now, we know what it takes to succeed and to increase your bottom line and to grow professionally. So for more information, please contact us at yourlifenow.info. Again, that's yourlifenow.info. Welcome back, everyone. You are listening to Your Life Now show with Coach Ria. I am your host and executive producer, Ria Wolke, also known as Coach Ria. Thank you for being here. Thank you for listening to the show. And thank you for your positive feedback. Thank you for being there and for helping us grow. So your support is always, always appreciated. And if you want us to support our show, you can simply go to our website at yourlifenow.info. And then um, there is a donation button on the website where you can donate so we can improve our show and we can do different things that we uh, we really want to do. So your, your help and support will be really appreciated. Thank you so much. So before the break, we were talking about how to create a new and better habit. We're still in the beginning of the year, 
and I hope you're still excited and you still have hopes and aspiration for better days ahead for yourself, for your business, in your personal life, and also at work. So we talk about the three R's in habit formation. The triggering, which is the reminder that initiates the behavior itself, which is the habit, and then also the behavior itself. The routine, you do it over and over and over and over. Repetition is what creates something, right? So if you want to change something, you need to repeat something new and better so it can replace the old habits. And then third R, which is the reward, the benefits that you gain from doing the behavior itself. We talked about simplifying things. I'm always about simplifying, not amplifying. So what does that mean? If you want to create a new and better habit, start with something easy that you can't say no to. Something that will tell you is like, oh my God, why didn't I do that before? That was so easy and so simple because it's simple to follow. I shared with you um, some of the things that I work on personally and professionally to improve my writing, for instance. What I do every day to create that new habits, the better habits uh, of being a better writer. Um, so it's, it's something, you know, you can choose, you know, what habits that you want to uh, build, uh, whether exercise more, writing habits like myself, and your, my goal is always to write at least every day, I write every single day. You can start, if this is something that you are interested in, try, start with like a three new sentence every day. Or maybe eating habits. This is something that I've been um, adapting in my life for a long time, which is a healthier lifestyle. You know, I try as much as I can to cook my own food. So I know exactly what I'm putting in there. Try to use nutritional food. And, and you know, of course, choices. Um, we all have a choice. Um, hopefully you do because that's the ultimate freedom when we have the choice, you know, the freedom to choose, right? So if you have the ability to choose and, and you you able to choose, how would you eat healthier? So again, maybe your goal is to eat one healthy food item, whatever it is, every single day. Maybe an apple. Just put that in there. And just say, I'm going to eat an apple every single day. And probably, yeah, you say it, I eat it in the evening. Because, you know, it's like, you know, it helps you digest or whatever. So it doesn't matter. So that's you. It, you are in the driver's seat, and you the one who picks and chooses where you are driving to, your, distance, your destination. With any goal, so if you can think of a habit as a goal that you want to achieve, right? So you want to build a new habit, a new better habit, whatever it is that habit. We talked about journaling, right? writing things down in our notebook, constantly writing things down, whether you try to improve your writing, skills or not, writing things down is very important when we try to change things because we need to evaluate things and we need to recognize what works and what doesn't work and the, the things that work, we need to repeat them over and over till they become our new habits. But it's as important in any goals that you're trying to achieve is to understand your obstacles. What is holding you back? Is there anything holding you back? So if you want to exercise constantly, but you can't do it because of whatever reason, then you try to find a way that you can actually exercise within your own mean, meaning like, you know, something that you can actually do yourself. So don't push yourself too hard until you're ready to be at that level. I'm all about pushing myself because I always feel there is always a room to grow and to be better at anything. So I practice that every day in my life because I think the more we understand our behavior, the more we understand the things that we do every single day, the better we get at picking the things that do work for us. 
in our personal life and also at work. So let me, for instance, tell you about exercising and sharing a personal experience for you, for for um for me, right? So I um I like to exercise, and I actually I used to belong to the gym, and I was so like addicted to going to the gym every single day. But for most of us, it's not the exercising itself that is what's holding us back. It's rather the hassle of getting ready to go to the gym. You know, some guys, it's easy for them. They can just put their gym, suit on, gym, gym uh, shoes on or whatever, and it's easy. <laughs> you know, for some of us, like myself, I feel like, you know, I always, like, have to be, in, you know, ready for to be you know, um, in, in the public or whatever it is, whatever, it's my own thing, so I'm, I'm, you know, not to be judgy or anything like that, but for me, like for most of other people, the hassle of exercising is really getting ready for the gym, so what do we do about that? So by actually recognizing what was holding me back and from going to the gym or any person who agree in a sense of like you know that's also the same issues that they have it's really it's not the exercise itself that is holding them back it's getting ready for the gym now no matter what you do you cannot always expect that you're going to succeed at every step that you make building a new habit so as with any focus goals, you got the focus goal itself, you got the obstacles what are holding you back and why you can't accomplish that goal, so you need to work on those, you need to create and develop a plan for those obstacles, for when you fail, for when you know you can't do it because of what it is. So when you recognize that what it is, you can come up with an action plan that helps you manage that obstacle. So we talked about the routine from the three R's, right? So repetition, something I can tell you, it works, it works, it works, it works, because I use it, and I know how it helps me change things, how to help me program uh, my mind, you know, to do certain things, or to follow certain things. Just think about it, you know, I am also a certified self-talk trainer. Um, when you talk to yourself, like, you know, what do, you, what do you tell yourself, you know? Yeah, I can exercise, or no, my God, I'm not gonna show myself the way I look in a gym and people are gonna laugh at me or whatever it is. So whatever goes on in your mind, your self-talk, you know, it's really important to recognize that self-talk. You know, again, writing things down, like what's, you know, how do you feel about going to the gym? What's some of the feelings that comes up from going to the gym? Can you actually find a program that you can actually, because they say it's actually, it makes you, motivate you more to be exercising around other people, whatever, you know, but these days you can stream any exercise and be like, you know, they got the mirror exercise, of course, you know, something very expensive, not most of us can afford, but there's so many different tools are available to us it's all about a choice right so choose what works for you so to simplify things so you can stick with the new habit that you want to build which is exercising so this is a simple you know one of the examples so how do we create routine how do we develop a plan when we fail I like what um, I read this, um, Dan um, John, a popular strength and conditioning coach. He often tells his athletes, you are not good enough to be disappointed. And the same is true when you build a new habit. What are your expectations? It is something that I personally also sometimes I, I feel that I have to deal with. It's the self-judgment, right? We judge ourselves. Well, you know, I don't want to go to the gym because I don't like how I feel and my clothes or whatever it is. And I don't want to be in public because that's how I feel. Or you feel guilty when you make a mistake. Or instead, you focus on developing plans to get back on track 
as quickly as possible. So which is your choice? You want to get back on track as quickly as possible or you want to be stuck with the judgment, self-judgment, with the guilt and the mistakes that you're making. Because without mistakes, we can move forward. The, the problem with mistakes is not the mistakes themselves. It's repeating the same mistake over and over and over. The same one. So make a new one. I personally, I use this again in my work and with my clients. I don't like to-do lists or deadline. You know, I, yeah, there's a deadline. I'm working on a deadline. Why don't we just make a schedule instead of deadline, you know? Um, I mean, just see how words even, like changing your mental programming, how you think about certain things can change the outcome. So instead of saying, I have a deadline, think about, I have a schedule. I schedule things. I rather schedule things and focus on building, you know, or than, than deadlines. Instead of focusing on how you are performing with the habits that you, you know, that you are working on when talking about, you know, exercising in this, in this instance, don't focus on the actual performance. Focus on building a new, you know, new you, you know, new healthy you because of exercising. And don't miss it twice. You know, they call it, it's like make a new model. What's your model? Think about it. I understand. Trust me, I understand. They said like, you know, old habits cannot be broke, you know, it's hard to break. You've heard that cliche, you know, um, comment that people say most of the time. So why are good habits hard to create? Why bad habits is hard to, to kick, kick out? So the key is, again, um, evaluate, and then when you evaluate, how do you evaluate? We're talking about writing things down. Evaluate the things that you're doing right now, the habits that work with you and the works that, the habits that don't work you know, for you, whatever. So forget about how things are supposed to be. It's how they do work for you, right? Starting small, starting with something simple, start with new habit, try to stay positive, stay away from people and, and your environment is really also the key. I mean, you can sometimes strip yourself out of the environment, but you can actually choose how to be in that environment, right? So it's really important to stay positive. And then when you are committed to changing and building a new habit, you need to have the commitment, right? Commitment, the discipline, to go through with it. And then it's important to realize your obstacles. What's holding you back? What are your trigger, trigger obstacles? So again, you know, we give the example of exercising and going to the gym. So it was not the exercising that was truly is the issue. It was the hassle of getting ready to go to the gym. You see the difference? And what is really important, and that's something I focus on all the time with my client, even when I work, you know, with my goals and, and my achievements, is to really, really focus on your action plan and then also reward yourself when you succeed. Get support. That's why professional like myself and others who that's what they do professionally, they've been, you know, um certified to actually help you manage some of these things that you want to um achieve, right? So get the support that you need. Recognize your accomplishment, your wins and your losses. You know, when you do your taxes, you, you always work on, you work on your profits and you work on your losses and then you talk about, you know, your accounts will help you with these or if you're really good at this stuff, you can figure that out as well. But it's just another example of focusing on your action plan. 
focusing on your obstacles and what holding you back so you can actually come up with an action plan to eliminate those obstacles so you can actually so it's almost like I always say obstacles is almost another goal within a goal right so your goal to really get over the hassle of getting ready to go to the gym what do you do about that so you create a goal about that or create a new habit like well you know I would do this and do that and then just repeat it over and over till it becomes and you have it. Back to focusing on routine, building a routine. Remember, all these habits that we have, we use day in and day out. One of the, the, the elements, remember the one of the R is the routine, a repetition. You know, we constantly do that. We wake up in the morning, you know, whatever. Just go in your, in your mind. Like, what do you do on a daily basis, right? So then you can understand your habits. You know, you brush your teeth. You drink coffee. You take your, you check your email. You follow up on, on, on your schedule. Remember, no deadlines. It's scheduling. Focus on scheduling. Whatever it is that you do, the more you get clear and focus on building a new routine, the better you will get. So journaling, writing things down, and make a journal and list your wins and mistakes. List the accomplishments and list, list the mistakes that you made. Remember, because it's, it's okay to make mistakes. Have fail, you know, failing in mind so you know how to you know, navigate through that. Don't repeat the same mistakes. <laughs> That's always I can tell you. And then when you actually have a clear picture of what that new habit looked like. Start forming that habit and take the step forward. Everything is about progress. Processing. Like how you process stuff, how do you do things, how do you, you know, like I used to, like one of the simple, you know, it sounds kind of like a really um, a cliche here, but it's really kind of like just, again, it just works with your left and, and right brain and how you do things on a daily basis. So like I would say, like, you know, I used to teach, you know, a simple technique, which I've learned. I'm, you know, nothing is original, right? So we've always learned from someone and, you know, I always try to learn from people who are, um, successful and, 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 and they, they, they walk the walk and walk the talk or whatever they say, okay. But when you focus on what you want to build, the new habit that you want to build, you need to understand the habits that you have right now. And then you need to get clear before deciding to include a good habit in your life and in your business. Get clear regarding why. Why? Remember I talked about that in, a, in, in a, our first episode of the year about, you know, intention. Why? What is your why? Why you want to adapt a new habit? Why this habit? Why is this so important? What value does it have? I'm all about... Um, solutions. I'm all about understanding my why, why I do things and why they are so important to me. Check it out. So if you are expecting that when you start working on a good habit, it's going to happen the next day or next week, that you might be disappointed. Because everything takes time. It's the routine, the R in routine. Give yourself some time. Forming a new habit is a time-taking process. And then you got to take that self-judgment out. Because I can tell you it's just something like I still work on every time. Because I, I do see myself sometimes judging myself because I'm like, oh, Rhea, you shouldn't have done that. You should do it this way or whatever. Work on replacing self-judgment with compassion for yourself. Take it easy on yourself. But most importantly, take some time to form that new habit, to build that new habit, because it becomes easier to adapt to. So in self-talk, we... Um, 
talk, for instance, about self-talk in the park, right? Well, you know, so I'm going to give you an example why I'm mentioning this. Again, I am a certified self-talk trainer, and, um, you know, if you want to learn more how you can change your self-talk, I welcome you to contact me directly and um, by going to our website at yourlifenow.info. So I love to be of service in that area. But here's a simple way to look at it when it comes to self-talk and then the routine, right? So let's, let's imagine yourself walking in the park, any park. Let's imagine yourself going to a park that is very familiar to you. And you walk in the same route that you always take. You walk by the pond. You walk by the um, the waterfall, you know, that they have in the park. Um, whatever it is that kind of, you know, create that memory in your mind. So you always know where to go and how to do it, how to do it without even thinking about it. You just walk, right? You drive to destination. It's the same thing. You know how to go from A to Z if you've been to A to Z before, right? So you just automatically know it. But now you're going from A to B, but you've never been there. So how are you going to remember the A to B so it becomes a new routine for you to remember, oh, this is how I go. I mean, of course, we love having GPS and we love having all these tools that helps us navigate a way around. But when you're trying to make decision and you are relying on your inner GPS to remember things or to actually hold that information strong in your mind, you have to repeat it over and over till it becomes that new habit. So it's the same thing. So if you're walking in the park and you went to a new park and then you thought you find yourself in a place that is unfamiliar, so you're just like, well, I don't know where the pond is here. I like to find the pond. I like to fire the waterfall. I, I want to go where the ducks hang out or whatever, right? So whatever interest that you interests you or birds, you, if you a bird watcher or whatever, birds watcher, I don't know. But anyway, because <laughs> we have a beautiful park here by me, and I see people have different, like, you know, the concept why they go to the park. But if you repeat that same... So you go to the park today, and you walk in that new route, and you found a pond. Now tomorrow, we're not saying literally, but in you know, just in in a, in a theory here, if you walk that park, that same route tomorrow in that park, same way, and you keep doing it over and over, till become until it becomes familiar. Now. You created a new neural uh, pathway to remind you by association, uh, when I see this, I know I'm on the right track, but now I don't need to associate because I already know this is how I go. Make sense? That's really, we can go in detail more. I had some episodes on self-talk and you know how to create you know new neural pathways and all these things you can do that at any age of course neuroplasticity is something that is really a very powerful and is available to all of us that we can actually train our mind to create a new neural pathway to learn new things you can do it by repetition that simple so to wrap things up there's a few things to keep in mind To build a good habit, you need a plan. You need the motivation, the routine. Repetition makes perfect. You've heard that before. When you repeat a habit for a long time, then it automatically becomes a habit. You don't need to put an extra effort to develop good habits in your life. It's just starting a phase that needs a lot of attention. So invest some time working around these helpful tips that I shared with you. Practice, practice writing things down. Practice learning your why, what motivates you. Manage your environment. Get rid of the self-judgment. 
and have more compassion. Take it easy on yourself. And remember, to simplify things, start easy with one simple habit at a time. One habit at a time. Focus again on one habit at a time. People say, you know, meditation or whatever, you know, this is, it takes a 21 days to create a habit. But truly, in reality, that is not always the case. As I mentioned before, what you need is an excellent plan. You need the motivation and routine to make the impossible possible. They will become automatic for you. It's just like walking in that park. Remember self-talk park. When you walk in in a new route and you just keep walking that same route every single day or whatever time it takes you, you're going to automatically build that new route in your mind and you're going to create that new like you're going to know that route by heart after repeating it over and over. But there is also, I'd like to share with you a few things that can actually help you build a, a mental strength. Like how do you actually create that mental strength, right, in your mind? One of the things that I practice everything a single day is meditation. First thing in the morning, there's so many different types of meditation. You can find a way that works for you. There is no such a thing as, like, you know, you got to do it this way, and that's the only way it works. I don't believe that. I believe flexibility. I believe feeling and understanding how things work for me and does not work for me. And the same thing, you should probably, hopefully, apply it in your, in your own life. But practicing meditation, I do it every single morning before I get out of bed. I stay in bed for, you know, say whatever time that you need. And I actually, um, I use a different method, which is the Jose Silva method, method by bringing, counting down, you know, taking a number from 100 to 1 or 50 to 1. It depends on how long, you know, to get to the, um, to the alpha level. And if you don't know, we can talk about that in another show, episode about talking about the different, you know, levels and how they work for us. But let's just focus on meditation in general here. So I meditate for about 15-20 minutes first thing in the morning while I'm still in bed, didn't get out of bed. I put in my mind my mental, you know, uh, um, uh, you know, affirmations if you want to call them. And again, affirmations, most of the time affirmations don't work for most people because they really don't understand the words behind those affirmations. You cannot speak a word that you don't understand, right? It's a simple thing. So for affirmation to work, you really need to understand the words that you're repeating, right? And then how are they working for you? So you mentally kind of embedded these uh, words in your mind. And the more you repeat them, they become your way of life, right? So number one thing, again, to increase your mental strength is to meditate daily. It becomes like meditating is actually a, a force in my life, and I allow it to bring you know I you know bring my emotion, my mental and physical state into a balance each morning by doing what I just mentioned and and shared with you. Whether you know you 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 I I just prepare myself for the day. You know whether you're preparing for a meeting or or um, you monitor a team, or you need to, you know, work with your team, or, or your family member, or your kids, or um, start with meditation to reset your mind and prepare it for whatever comes your way. It is proven that meditations have tons of benefits physically and mentally. I find it to help me control my thoughts and emotions as opposed to emotion controlling me. See the difference? Because when we actually, that's why it's like really important to kind of like, you know, bring that awareness to yourself and just asking these simple questions because awareness begins with a simple question and it leads to higher awareness. What am I thinking? How am I feeling? 
What am I saying? What am I doing? You know, by constantly asking this question, you're bringing yourself to that whatever it is that you're trying to, to think about. So not only meditation can help you manage your thoughts and emotions, but it actually can benefit you physically. It brings your, you know, uh, your blood pressure down, you know, you, you're at a state of mind that you are calm, you're relaxed, you can think clearly. Because I know when I meditate, I can find the peace and calm that I'm seeking. So give it a shot. Another um, important thing is, you know, because we have so much load and we call it the cognitive load um, reduction, um, in psychology, called cognitive psychology, the term cognitive load, uh, load and I, I quote, it refers to the amount of working memory resources that are being used at any given moment. So would it be kind of wise for us to actually audit? those, you know, these repeated um, cognitive loads that are taking so much of our um, um, uh, mind resources and, and, and whether it's professionally or personally, and then start to kind of lighten them out, lighten, them, lighten the loads a little bit, so you can actually put in new information and a new way of thinking because, you know, overloading a circuit well, break the circuit, right? Whatever, you know, if we want to think about it in simple, in simple terms. So just really kind of check with yourself. Check with the things that are just overwhelming, or just like too much in your mind, and just like start declaring that mind of yours, right? Or mine, I'm saying in general. Another thing that is really um, something that I use and I also, you know, share and help, you know, my clients um, really practice because it's really very powerful is visualization. We all have the ability to visualize. Um, athletes use that so much and, you know, it's like they, they even tell you that the, the visualization, the mental visualization is as effective as the actual physical practice. So when you just picture yourself, you know, hitting that soccer ball and hitting, getting that, that goal or visualizing an important talk on stage or pitch to a client or negotiation, anything that you can actually visualize, it helps you almost like, you know, creating the, the plans, the steps, you know, like how do I be, you know, so effective on stage, which is something I, you know, still be working on. Um, and then, you know, pitching to client is something I'm very professional at um, from my experience because it's something I repeated, repeated, repeated. So it's, it's something that I'm strong at. Uh, negotiation is another strength that I can say, you know. But there's a lot of things that visualization can actually have a strong impact in strengthening your cognitive, your mind, you know, how, how you behave and what you do. Another thing is that I personally practice um, and I try to practice every single day, it's breathing exercises. Um, there is so many different, you know, just go online, you can go to YouTube and, and, and check it all different, like, you know, methods of learning how, you know, we like breathing is a natural thing that we do, but we don't do a conscious breathing, taking that deep breath. Down in one, two, three, four, and let it down one, two, three, four. And repeating that. Breathe in and then breathe out. There is a connection between a proper breathing and healthy mind and body. So learning to focus on a proper breathing, I mean, again, I'm not teaching you to breathe because you breathe naturally. But it's just to be more like a deliberate breathing, you know, so you can actually, you know, breathe it into your mind, breathe it into your body. 
and having that proper breathing. There's so many different methods, you know, such as like the Wim Hof method is the um, Paranayama something like that methods, and there's other. Um, so I try to really focus on the yogi breathing. There's a lot of different yoga breathing, you know, because I practice yoga, so it's easier for me to learn these, you know. They're all available online, and you can practice them, you can learn them. Um, and there's one more thing that is really important, and I know, I know from myself that sometimes it could be um, difficult. To strengthen our mind, we really just not, not only, because when we are in a society, we're not in, you know, we are a part of the whole, right? So we are an individual, individuality, right? So it's really important to recognize that you are an individual. You are unique in your own way, but you are also part of the whole. So in order for us to be part of the whole, we need to think about the whole. So this this thing is sending like you know good wishes to friends and and families and coworkers and all the stuff in your mind. If you if you can think of you know a bringing, we talk about visualization. If you think about bringing um, certain people that you know in your mind and 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 picture them, you know gather around and and picture them enjoying you know having a, a, a festival or whatever it is and enjoying and you are the leader of those, you know, of that group of people that you brought to your mind. Now, wish them well. I know sometimes you get mad at certain people. You just hold a grudge or you just like, you know, and you cannot just see that. It's just like, I can't. I don't want to, you know. And I understand that because I know like sometimes we get upset with certain people because they've done something to us or whatever it is, if it's in a personal life or even professionally, you just cannot work with certain people. Um, but it's really important to send that goodwill, good wishes um, to those around you in a loving, kind way. It has shown to have remarkable benefit of us promoting us to have compassion and to also help us you know, with a, I mean, even like our body, a physical body could really help you eliminate pain, physical pain. But you just have to like really be tuned in and with it. So like if you want to like in, in, throw that in and, and try to practice, you know, sending good wishes, do it after your meditation. You know, it's like if you pray or whatever, you know, do it after that. Wish for happiness and peace to all that you can think of to your family to your team member say their name out loud in your mind or out, you know in your mind or out loud wish them the best may you be happy may you be filled with peace and well-being and compassion it has the ability when you are compassionate and send those good wishes to others, that act has the ability to soften any harshness of our mind and allow us to show up in a healthy and constructive way to those around us. So try. Try it. Try sending good wishes to people in your life Practice breathing. Visualize your success. Reduce that load on your mind and meditate. And you'll be surprised of how stronger your mind will become. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being there. Thank you for your support. And remember, you are amazing and you can make the impossible possible simplify don't amplify and one more thing it takes collaboration and mutual agreement to make the impossible possible so go ahead and celebrate who you are 
join hands, look for insight, see how you can change things and how you can be part of the whole in a successful, loving, kind way. Until next time, my friends, be blessed and be amazing. Until next time, mashallah With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.